peoples of the worldwide federated internet what's good I don't know how many of y'all can remember the uh, Google meeting that happened shortly after President Trump was elected. I think it was actually that day or that next day, that morning or what have you. It was pretty much a. It was a venting session. I'm not sure if you can still find a video. I'm sure somebody probably has it somewhere. And it was leaked, obviously, from someone internally. In that video, I remember seeing them discuss how distraught they were, how upset they were. They didn't know how this happened. And I can't remember the exact wording, so don't quote me on this. I don't want to... I definitely don't want to misrepresent what was said by anyone there, but I believe they alluded to the fact that they were going to see to it that this did not happen in the next presidential election. That's some important info. And that was just Google, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm not naive. I don't I'm for sure don't think that Google was the only company that had a meeting like this. I'm pretty sure I don't think any of these tech companies align with President Trump ideologically or with the Republican side of the aisle at all. Now, I'll begin with this because most people, when they see my comments, when they hear the things I say, they assume I voted for President Trump. I did not vote for President Trump. But one of the things I, I've always tried to do is be objective. I try to look at a person, even if I dislike them from the onset, and watch what they do. Because I can be wrong. I'm not infallible. My judgment is not infallible. Barack Obama, I thought he was a very likable likable guy ideologically i didn't see eye to eye with him and oftentimes during his presidency i'll, I'll keep it real be 100 honest with you i went in harder than i should have at times there were times where i was more more upset because i disagreed with him ideologically than up than being upset literally over a policy issue i can admit to that just keeping it real right just being 100 with you but there were times where obama did things that i thought oh this makes sense like a, he he got a lot of criticism for his foreign policy and his stance of leading from behind and 
initially when I saw that, I actually kind of agree with it because America is always the world police. When something happens, we're always at the forefront. We're always at the helm. We're always putting in a legwork. And if I'm not mistaken, his philosophy was, hey, we're here to help, but we're not doing all the legwork. We're leading from behind. Hey, I I, I got to say, I, I can't say that I'm against that idea, but there weren't many ideas in many areas where me and Barack Obama would see eye to eye politically on a on an ideological level. But with that being said, I don't know. <clears throat> and maybe it was maybe my bias didn't allow me to see it, which is very possible. But I don't know if people on the right were as crazy and as unhinged as I see a lot of factions on the left today under Donald Trump's presidency. Now, again, maybe this is my bias and maybe I just choose not to see this and, and didn't see it during Obama's administration, which is very possible. Somebody could come right behind this video and point out to me 20 instances like, look, see, the right was going crazy, too. It's very possible. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I didn't see it. But again, I could have been in my echo chamber. Right. I'm not I'm not I am not spotless from being a member of an echo chamber. I've done it, too. I've been guilty of it. But I try to be objective and even though I didn't vote for Trump after he got elected, I'm not going to lie. I was I was impressed. And I was impressed early on. I started I saw him get to work right away. Before Rona Apocalypse, the economy was on fire. The housing market was decent. I'm not going to say it was on fire, but I think it was decent. I'm not a realtor. Maybe some of you realtors out there can, you know, let me know. Maybe it was on fire, but I don't know. I can't say, but I know the economy was on fire. My 401k was doing magnificent. That was the best my 401k has done in many years before Ron Apocalypse. He was doing a lot of things in foreign policy that even though his opponents didn't like their actually things that actually make sense. Cutting regulations, energy independence. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Obama didn't do any of those things, but these were things that this was this was this is Donald Trump's block. This is his square. These are the things that he's standing on. He promised a border wall and he did everything within his power to get that border wall. Now, this is the thing where I believe people are disingenuous. And this is where I think like, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. Trump derangement syndrome is really a thing. Like I, I, I heard people say that at one point, you know, jokingly in passing. And it's, you know, you hear people say things. It's funny. But when I see how people react the mental gymnastics they do in order to not give Donald Trump credit is mind boggling. It's mind numbing. I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, what, 
I don't understand. Like, how do you come to this conclusion? So he didn't get the the wall that he wanted. He wanted a concrete wall. He wanted it to be as tall as possible. But I don't necessarily blame him for that. You see, people don't understand the president can't just wave his hand and get what he wants. Right. We have senators and congressmen that have to hash all of this out. Right. We have we have separate but equal branches of government. So these things have to be hashed out. The president can't just wave his magic wand and say, wall, I want it done. He's not a dictator. Contrary to what you hear through all the news hysteria, he's not. And that's not how it works. So he was confined to what he could get. Right. This is you're, you're going to get what you're going to get. You're not going to get anything more. Nonetheless, he promised a wall and he's building a wall. It might not be the exact wall he wanted, but nonetheless, he's getting that wall. And him not getting the exact wall he wanted really isn't on him. That's why when people bring that up, I'm like, hmm, that's kind, that's a disingenuous dig. It's sort of like I've seen people do this. And like I said, this is to me, this is showing to me that this Trump derangement syndrome thing is it's a real sickness. Like people are really there. It's like people are separated from reality. I'm seeing people blame the economy right now on Donald Trump, right? Because right now it's not the greatest, but we've been locked down for what, three and a half, four months. And some people say, you know, that that's all his fault. And that's a disingenuous argument as well. And here's why. He didn't want the shutdown. The health officials that he had on his um, on his pandemic team, they recommended the shutdown. And for a while, he fought against it and he finally caved to their wisdom. Right. These are the health officials. OK, I'm going to y'all say we should shut down. I'm going to shut down. And of course, yeah, he tried to make it seem like it was it was a grand thing. You know, you know, they said we should shut down and I shut down and I think it's going to be a, it's a great idea. Hey, man, the dude's a showboat. It is what it is. Nonetheless, if he wouldn't have shut down. And, and if he would have just let the economy ride, people would be on that man's neck. He shut down. He and, and this is the funny thing. He wanted to open back up earlier. Everybody had a problem with it. He wanted two weeks and he wanted to open back up. He didn't want this to go on forever. Everybody had a problem with opening back up. And now the same people that had a problem with opening back up are blaming him for everything that's going on. And it's like you, you can't have it both ways. You have to pick one. So I don't think. Intellectually, I don't think it's honest to put the state of the economy right now solely on his shoulders, given the current circumstance. I, I just don't think that's I don't think that's being honest. So go, going back to Google, that meeting that Google had right after he became president. When you look at 
They're shutting down stories from legitimate doctors. Consider this. Let's think about this. You have however many doctors. I can't remember exactly how many were in that uh, America's frontline doctors. However many board certified actual doctors, actual degrees, actually practicing, actually helping and seeing patients on a regular basis. They're saying we used hydroxychloroquine and it works. On our patients, it has worked. We believe we have hope. I'm not telling you that this drug works or doesn't work. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I'll tell you what I do know. When when Donald Trump mentioned hydroxychloroquine, that drug didn't catch me by surprise. I've heard that drug before. Anybody who has traveled overseas, as you know, I've mentioned it in several videos. I've had an overseas job for years. Anyone who's traveled overseas, especially to any third world country, you have either seen hydroxychloroquine or taken hydroxychloroquine this is not this is not a, a a drug you're not familiar with so when trump mentioned a drug and then there was all of a sudden a controversy around a drug i was mind boggled i was like well, i don't understand what's the is it's not safe well wait, wait hold up this is a drug that you're prescribed when you go to certain countries. So they were prescribing drugs that weren't safe. This drug has been out for what, if I'm not mistaken, 60 years or something like that, something crazy like that. And it's not safe. That doesn't make sense. I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. And when you get actually actual board certified doctors that are raising a red flag, like hold up flag on a play. We've used this drug for years. We've prescribed this drug for years. It's over the counter. What do you mean it's dangerous now? It's because Donald Trump mentioned it. That, that's the only conclusion I can come to is Donald Trump mentioned a drug and the media and the tech companies cannot under any circumstances allow Donald Trump to get any wins in the eye of the public. They cannot allow it to happen. That's the only conclusion that I can come to. I don't know what other conclusion I can draw. When you look at the fact that they scrubbed the press conferences that these doctors held from all of these tech platforms. You can find it on BitChute, if I'm not mistaken. I know I keep mentioning BitChute and Minds and Parlay. Three places, three social media platforms you should definitely definitely be on and Gab as well. I'm going to keep pushing those. I think they need to get more support. Because I think what's really so side note, what's really going to deal a blow to these social media companies that puts them in check is us, the consumers, putting them in check. You see, they don't care about these hearings in Congress and what Congress has to say and what bills they're going to pass and what laws. These social media companies got enough lawyers and enough money. They'll figure how to wheeze a lot of whatever Congress comes up with unless Congress actually gets some teeth and does something. But with that said, 
we could always do something. We can make sure that they have enough competition that they know, hey, if we don't knock it off, we're about to be knocked off our square. That's that, in my opinion, is, is what should happen. So Google has their meeting. They want to see to it that this doesn't happen in in the next presidential election. And, and that was back in 2016. So when we see conservatives scrubbed from the Internet, and I really hate the fact that people can't be at least genuinely honest enough to say, yeah, OK, well, yeah, some leftists have been deleted. But for the most part, it's conservatives. Come, let's keep it real. Like this is not. This is not a conspiracy theory. It's a thing. We all know it's a thing. We all see it happening. I don't see, I don't see, I'm not going to say I never see anyone on the left getting scrubbed from social media, but it's rare compared to how often it happens, happens to conservatives or libertarians. It happens a lot. There's a, there's a guy I follow anomaly. I follow him on YouTube and on Instagram is our Instagram is dream rare. I, I posted one of his IGTV TV videos in my story yesterday in my stories where he was giving some props to Mark Zuckerberg for banging on China. He was the only one of the, the social media technocratic overlords that was banging on China. And it was for self-interest. If I'm not mistaken, China banned Facebook. So he has a bone to pick. Nonetheless, he was the only one that did it. Um, Anomaly gave him props today, which would be the next day. Anomaly was banned from posting or going live on Facebook. And I think Instagram, I'm not, I'm not sure for 30 days because of something he posted in 2018. And I'm pretty sure this is the same thing that happened to my original Instagram public Instagram channel. I know for a fact that they took my page down that day and they scrubbed through all my videos to find anything they could that violated their terms of service. Now, why? I don't know. I have no influence. I don't have a bunch of followers. Nobody really cares about what some random dude on the Internet is saying. I'm just a random guy. Just a random guy. I turn on my camera. I talk to the camera. Some people like what I have to say. Some people don't. I don't really have any influence, which baffles me. I was like, really? Instagram came after my page? Like, who the heck? Like, I'm nothing. But the point being is they want to make sure that there is no alternative voice or voices to combat whatever narrative they want to sell for this upcoming election. They admitted it already in 2016. They were going to see to it that this doesn't happen. Now think about, we went through two and a half years of Russia collusion nonsense. We kept hearing about election interference, election interference, election interference. Well, yeah, these are U.S. companies, but these are U.S. companies with foreign interests that are interfering in an election. Am I the only one that finds that odd? These companies, whether we like it or not, this is where the information is disseminated. 
So if they can make sure that information is only disseminated in a certain direction, they can control the 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 thought and the direction of an election. That is, by definition, election interference. So I'm not surprised and I, I don't think this is a conspiracy theory. I think this is verifiable. These social media companies, they are so bent on making sure that Donald Trump doesn't get elected again. That they don't care what laws are passed. They don't care how many hearings they're going to go to. They're going to do whatever they can do to suppress voices that would even appear to support Donald Trump. That would even appear to support any idea he holds. They're going to do whatever they can within their power to suppress those ideas. That's insane to me. One, it's insane that these companies have that much power. And two, that it's 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 completely insane and absurd that that they are that afraid of ideas. Look, you don't like President Trump. If if the if the people want him to be president and he's elected, then you just wait till his term is up. You get some grassroots grassroots support for whatever person you throw in the hat next and make sure they become president. It's not like these technocrat overlords don't have the money to do that. They definitely have the money for it. I just find it surprising when people. I would say well-meaning, but I don't even know anymore. I'm being honest with you. When people who are seemingly intelligent say that there's, they try to make it seem like there's no push by social media to block certain ideology or a certain side of the aisle. I'm like, come on, man, you, you got to have eyes. We can all see what's going on. This is not, this is not rocket science. You don't have to do a bunch of digging to, to figure out and see what's going on. Alex Jones, I believe the reason, the sole reason Alex Jones was scrubbed from everywhere they could scrub him from across the Internet was solely because he played a gigantic role from everything I've seen. He played a gigantic role. And getting President Trump's message out there before he got elected and making sure he got elected. I'm not saying that they were the sole reason. I'm just saying he played a gigantic role. Because for all Alex Jones craziness, for all his spastic moments, the dude says a lot of things that are legit. You can hate him. You can dislike his delivery. But the man comes through on the truth a lot of times. And I don't think these technocrat overlords like that. So I think. I said this before. I'm going to say it again. I think we need to hit them where it hurts. Hit that purse. Hit that money bag. Start supporting these other platforms that, that offer free and open debate a lot more. Start using them a lot more because when the advertisers see, 
oh, the eyes have gone over here. Advertise, look, advertisers may, may pander to certain ideas, but they only do that because they're trying to make money. Advertisers are going to go wherever the eyes are. So that's what we need to do. That needs to be our strategy. Stay frosty, people.